What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is... Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. Benzinga's pre-market prep with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been the penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need start your trading day good morning good morning good morning everybody happy friday welcome to pre-market prep spencer israel joel Khan, and dennis dick with you to wrap up the week we got a good show today it's been a while since we had a good old-fashioned dennis dick rant but we're gonna have one this morning and I'll give you a hint. It is about stamps.com. Speaking of stamps.com, vindication today for Ryan Craver, who came on our show like three years ago when stamps was at like 60 and was like, I like it. Vindication today for Ryan. I'll hit him up later today. See if we, and actually, I think he'll be on the show next week anyway. Um, so, what are we going to talk about today? Stamps.com, buy the dip. Uh, Kenny Glick, which is on the show at 815. He's from hitthebid.com. We got a lot going on. Joel, good morning. Good to see you. Good to see that you have power and internet. How are we doing in the markets? Oh man, back to back to the real world. Uh, good day in the market. A little dip overnight, but by the dippers came in once again. We're up twenty-one and three quarters handles. Uh, upside. Uh, all-time closing high, 42.75. Downside, I'm sure a lot of people would like to see that close from yesterday. Crude up 77 cents at 73.71. Gold hanging on to 1,800, up a buck at 1,801.20. Silver trying to stay in the 26 handle. That's up about a dime at 26.08. Bitcoin, Bitcoin doesn't move. We may have to remove that from the uh, from the early morning repertoire. Uh, Ethereum. Uh, that's down $83 here uh, at uh, 207.850. I'm here. I wasn't sure, you know, internet issues and stuff, but between Kenny Glick, Jason Rasnick, and this man, oh, I can go finish packing the car, get ready to go on my trip. Tip Triple D is fired up. Fire him up, Triple D. Tell him what you need to know. Dennis, you having a good morning? Or what's going give, on? give us the news first. So I'm going to go on a rant here and tell you this is low-hanging fruit to fix, and they need to fix this. I see this all the time on takeovers. So low-hanging fruit here, stamps.com. Give us the headline. Yep, 7.30 a.m. press release. Stamps.com is getting taken private by Tama Bravo for $330 per share in cash okay show the press release in the benzinga pro we might as well give the okay. benzinga pro some love yeah. you'll see seven thirty zero zero zero, right on the button and pull it up st stock taking over seven thirty zero zero zero. Boom! look at that timing there it is stamps.com right there okay now i just sent you another link um just to your phone if you look down i don't know if you can show this but i want you to show the nasdaq halt time I want to show you, and obviously all the exchanges, but you can see you can see the times where you know the stock actually get halted. Okay, you have that put into your and in, in boom. The 
Here it is. Yeah, O three. <laughs> so it's halted at seven thirty zero zero three. Okay. There's three seconds there between the press release of the takeover and the time of the halt. The whole point of the halt is to allow the news to disseminate so that everybody can trade on it fairly. When you halt the stock after the press release, that means you've got given a three-second lead to every high-frequency trader out there to pick off anyone who is in the book. Let's look at the orders that traded here. Um, I, I got a copy of the tape here where I just downloaded the, the, the consolidated tape, where you see the trades. And look what happens at 7.30.00. All these traders picked off. First one, 200 shares, 199.99. Then you got another 1,200 shares at 211.56. Then you've got, you know, and you add them all up here, Joel, and you added up, there was 6,000 shares that traded in this bracket. 6,000 shares got picked off. If you average it out, a lot of those shares are down 120 points from the takeover price. So literally, somebody is picking that off and making 120 points. So if you ballpark and say, okay, the average, it looks like the majority of those trades on the tape are at least 100 points below where it was taken out. Then you look at it and say 6,000 shares. You're talking about over $600,000 that was just transferred from individual traders to high-frequency algorithmic traders that have the ability to trade on the news in 000 seconds. So why are we allowing this to happen? So um, this, and, and I know there's some regulators sometimes listen to the show, and I'm hoping that they're listening. Not a regulator problem. This is a problem. Uh, but this, a, this is something the regulators can fix, and it's a simple fix. Um, you've got to halt the stock before the press release. You've got to make it mandatory, and this is what I would do. Um, if I would make it mandatory that every stock, every company that's going to issue a, a takeover press release has to mandatory halt the stock before the press release is disseminated to make it fair for everyone. Let's make it fair for everyone. When you halt it three seconds after, you just gave somebody a three-second advantage. Eternity. Where, eternity. Eternity. So they picked off. They literally made, if you add it all up, it's probably between six dollars and $800,000, which is just transferred from individual traders to high-frequency news algos. So this isn't fair. This is what is not fair. Need to halt the stock before the press release There's comes the out. Tape. It's the communication between the exchanges and the companies where the failure is. I'm not sure if the exchange was slow to halt or if the press release jumped the gun, but we need to get the stocks halted before the press release comes out. Because you can look at this and say, you know, and Mitch was making a good point. There's some shares, two shares, one shares, a hundred shares. Somebody was saying, oh, it's picking off, you know, they're just picking off other high frequency traders. I don't think so. There's no high frequency yeah, traders throwing out a two share limit. There's no, not a lot of high-frequency traders throwing out a 100-share limit. There's probably a lot of retail traders that got picked off here, and they're losing out on 120 bucks. Now, you can go back, and I have seen instances where, okay, we, we, you know, this was slow, and they go back and bust all those trades. But they don't always do that. I had it happen to me on Super Value about five years ago, where I, got, I, was, I was on the other side of this. I got picked off, and the stock got taken over for $32 because they didn't halt the stock. Halt the stock. So what I would say is what I would like to see happen is the regulators put in a rule that any company issuing a, a, a takeover press release has to contact the exchange first and have the stock halted five minutes before the press release. Why try to, you know, maybe it's a fall. Why even make it close? At the exact same time. Okay, we got to halt this right at 730 because the press release coming out at 730. Why do that? Apple used to always halt their stock five minutes before the earnings release. Remember that? 
yeah. give it some time, you know, because they, they used to do, always do it that way. I don't know if they still do it, but I like that. You know, halt it. Give it five minutes. Say, okay, we're going to halt the stock at 725, and then there's no way anybody's going to get picked off. Press release comes out at 730. We reopen the stock at 8 o'clock, and all those people don't just lose money that they shouldn't have lost. The whole point to halting the stock on the takeover press release is to allow the people to move to uh, you know to trade on that information fairly. But when you do it three seconds later, the only people who are responding in three seconds are the news algos. And that's not fair. So this is, you know, Reddit, I hope you're listening. Maybe you can write a, a, a post on this or something, somebody on Reddit as well. But this is something that needs to get fixed because there was six or $700,000 transferred here today from STMP, a lot of individual stock traders, right to news algorithms. And that's can, not can, fair. Can you imagine like the guy, you know, he's like, uh, you know, he hit send and then he goes, oh, I can send again. Like whoever did that, they're like, they they have to realize they made the biggest mistake in Who? the world. Who? I don't know what you're talking about. Sorry. No, that like well, you know, automation. Like someone had to put that out on the tape, right? Before. What I'm talking about the oh. physical person that did. There had to be a person that did this. You think the it was a person automated? that's halting the stock? Yeah. I don't even think they know. I don't even. No? We don't know. It could be. It might not be on the exchanges. It's the communication between the company. And the exchanges. We don't know where the error is made. Maybe the press release jumped the gun. Maybe the exchange was slow to halt the stock. But either way, something happened where they gave them a three-second window. Three seconds. You can see it. That's right from the Nasdaq.com site. Halt was 730.003. We can see it because it was trades that occurred during that time. Now, I don't know what time, Arca, you know, we got to contact all the exchanges, which makes it, you know, it's not just Nasdaq. You obviously got 12, 13 exchanges. You got a whole pile that need to halt. But you need to, like, bundle it all up. Where, you know, and give yourself some time. Have it halted five minutes before the press release. Don't try to do it the exact same time because you try to do the exact same Get time. Cute. Then maybe you're yeah. right. Maybe it was a person that was supposed to do it 730.00 and they pressed the button 730.003. Maybe they pressed the button late. Well, that's t- t- it's too hard it's to stupid. do it that way. It's a simple fix. Have it halted five minutes before. News coming. Then the headline comes five minutes later and nobody gets picked off and there's not a $700,000 transfer of wealth from individual traders to high-frequency traders there. Daniel so that's Manahan. my rant. You know, okay. um, and I'm we got a question, that though. One. We got a question, and uh, I don't know if we can give the official answer, uh, but they're saying, why are they taking it over at such a high price instead of taking it over at the lowest possible price over several days? Uh, they probably talked to the company. Right, I mean, the they, you know, least, yeah, yeah. And they were like, you know, so if they go two forty, two, like, hey, they don't even return the email, uh, you know. So that's what, and that was, and I look at it, and when I see things like that, I'm like, well, what's the all time high? And the all time high is three twenty five thirteen. So uh, it doesn't get any better than this. Uh, great call by Ryan over the years. I know he got yeah, caught Graver, in, all in over kind the of these. I still hope he was in it and. The chart, no one really, well, it had, yesterday it had, a you know, kind of looked like the market yesterday. So I think this was pretty much under the wraps. What's the price there, Spencer? 330? Yeah. Is that what you said? So yeah. uh, there's a little bit of faith in this deal going through. I mean, it's trading 326.52, so another and, four bucks. And I think the big takeaway, you know, we took people complain all the time about how, you know, tr- the Wall Street isn't fair, but there are, there are fixes that are, easy and fixes that are frankly just really difficult are not feasible to make yes this this one 
is easy. Easy. Low-hanging fruit to fix. Low-hanging fruit. So what I would say if the regulators are listening, let's make a rule. Let's make it mandatory that any company intending to issue, because it's not like this deal just got put together at 7.30.00. This deal was put together for a while. They know what time they're going to release the press release. Make it mandatory that the company contact the exchange way ahead of time, not at 7.30.00, ahead of time, and have the stock halted five minutes. And make sure it's halted before you issue the press release. So make a five-minute rule, and you wouldn't see this. And people are saying, oh, what's $700,000? But this happened. If it was you. It could have been a lot more. What if it was you? It could have been like hundreds of thousands of shares. And it could be millions of dollars of wealth being transferred here. It's not fair. It's not fair to, you know, have an individual trader that isn't, you know, a high frequency trader to, uh, you know, to, to give them, okay, you have the same three secondly. That's what they'll argue in the same time. Anybody could have did that. Anybody could have picked oh, those up. I... What human being is responding yeah. reading that press release in under three seconds? And that's at zero, 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 zero. So in milliseconds. It's no human, human being responding to that in zero, 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 zero. That is high frequency trading. That is an algorithmic trader. So that's got that written. And, you know, it's props to the co- – I'm not blaming the high-frequency traders for this. I'm blaming the, the, the fall apart between the company and the exchanges. We need to better coincide that. And it doesn't have to be at 730.000, the halt. The halt needed to be five minutes before. So halt them ahead of time. Allow the news to come out five minutes later. Everybody's happy, and we wouldn't see this transfer of wealth. But, you know, it's little things like this that makes people feel like the market is rigged. There's going to be people that said that. And there's a lot of people in our chat saying this is on purpose. They did that three seconds late on purpose. Uh, I mean, don't allow them to even, you know, to, to, to come up with that, though. Like, that might, I, I'm not going to say it's right or it's wrong. I, I don't know. You know, maybe they did do it on purpose. But I don't think they did that. I like to think that they're not that, that it's not all that crooked that they're doing that on purpose. But um, don't allow, you know, but, but by leading this three seconds. There's going to be people who are going to write this. They did this on purpose. And, you know, that's going to give the, you know, the, uh, the exchanges more of a bad rap here. So halt the stock before the press release. And if they know if they don't do it, fine them. But put a rule in there. It's got to be halted five minutes just on takeovers. Yeah. Stock's getting taken over. You're intending to issue a takeover press release. Mandatory halt five minutes before the stock, or before the company releases the news. That's my rant. You, you know who agrees with this, I think, is nodding in the background, is Kenny Glick, uh, a.k.a. The Warlock. Uh, HitTheBait.com. Let's bring Kenny on now. Let's look at Kenny's thoughts if he's Kenny's been listening. Thoughts. Oh, Kenny's going to be fired up. Hey. Kenny! There he is with his buddy Bob. What's up, y'all? What's How up? I don't know if you're listening. I, I saw you not, nodding but... in the background, Kenny. <laughs> maybe he was listening. Maybe not. I hear the word rigged, and I think to myself, wait. The market's rigged. <laughs> <laughs> but this Come is a low-hanging fruit to fix one where you listen to our rant. Just there was three-second window between the STMP press release and the time they halted the stock. They halted it three seconds after the press release. Why even bother halting at all then? Because right. everybody got picked off. Halt it before, before the press release. Oh, yeah. Put me in charge of some of the exchanges. We'll change <laughs> some rules. <laughs> you and I can run the world, baby. How you guys been? We're good. We're good. What have you been doing? I just got back from a t- uh, 48 hours of uh, going to my son's school, JMU. Oh, nice. Uh, I-, I never went away to school. I'm very excited for my kid. I'm not a huge fan of the institution of college, but you know what? It, it looks like he's going to have the greatest time of his life, so I'm very excited for my boy. In Madison. That's excellent. Yeah, yeah. So nice campus. You know, he's going, to- he's going for business, but we're going to start him off with accounting and then he started dipping into some trading and I showed him the VWAP trade and he's fascinated by it. So I told him, just like you said, the market is rigged. 
you might as well use the rigging formula back at it, uh, volume weighted average price, and treat it like a video game in a government-sponsored casino. So he's going into college pretty jaded and cynical towards the market already, but that's the way you got to treat it. And it's been uh, this is the best three months I've ever had in trading in my hist- in my career. Uh, it's absolutely phenomenal these last couple of months. So what do you think now? I mean, they had the dip yesterday. I mean, it was bought. Everyone, everyone, their brother tried to find a reason. They want to blame the the tenure, but uh, the bonds have been rallying a little bit. So, I mean, snap back. I mean, a little bit easier when, you know, at least you have some reference points now on the upside, right? It, it makes it a little bit easier. But uh, so much for the quiet summer trade, or do you think this was just a, a one-off, a, a, a big dip? The last buy the dip opportunity of the summer. Uh, I'm almost at 98% cash right now. So those days are, I know I welcome those days. All I've got right now is BTU. I gave it to you guys at around three bucks last time I was on. Uh, BTU finally got back over 10. Uh, but yeah, I've been, I've been never been this more liquid and never been more excited to trade. Uh, you know, May, selling May and go away didn't work. The June swoon never came. July. I didn't really do my research. I thought July was notoriously a weak month. You actually know that uh, we finished up 13 Julys in a row, uh, the only month that has done that over the last 13 years. So I welcome the volatility. I think I was anticipating it because I saw the VIX popping up and UVXY was going up for a couple of days there. Uh, I think they want to try to shake everybody out before the earnings season comes. But I think we're going to see some of that selling of the news again like we did uh, the last couple of quarters. A lot of these earnings have to be baked in. But again, I'm liquid and I'm ready to play, and I'm I, I, I'm really staying focused on the VWAP trades. And yesterday was, if I can have one day like that a month, you're going to be fine as a trader. What did you uh you drill down on the uh, the shorter term time frame, right? On a day like a day like yesterday, like drill down, right? Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, yesterday when the market opened up, I was just calling my people. You know, I was on the road, and I was like, please don't sell into this. Yeah. yeah, that's sometimes just avoiding doing the wrong thing, you know, right? You don't necessarily have to do the right thing, but don't. Yeah, that was uh, and it hung out. I mean, I did. I was away from the computer because of Internet problems, but it hung out down there for like, an, you know, a good, you know, half hour, 45 minutes. It gave you a shot. Never took out the pre-market low, but um, it definitely, definitely gave you a shot. So what, what are you looking at today or, you know, the um, you got earnings starting next week, uh, you know, well, Chinese stocks. Something. What do you got? I, I'm leaving again. And you know how every trader thinks the entire planet revolves around them? Uh, trust <laughs> me. It, it revolves around me. You know, I, I left on Wednesday. I said, listen, BTU hasn't done anything in a couple of weeks. Chances are it'll explode the next day. And then, boom, it goes up to 10. And I was like, the market's probably going to finally have a little sell-off while I'm away. <laughs> so I'm actually looking for that same reason. So if this market can just hang around today and not do too much, if the UVXY gives us another hint and it finally did its job, you know, you had some uh, strength in UVXY and it tipped us off to this uh, move down. Again, it's just, you know, being liquid is just a lot more sane right now. And coming from me and, and you know, being sane, it, yeah. you know, my investments don't work. You know, I, I love this market. You're, every day you're seeing another carve or a, or a new egg. We were joking around about Newegg. I mean, these these stocks are going up in 100, 200% increments. So why invest your money? You know, I bought Ford. It's my 14th week of owning the of owning Ford. And all I've done is lost money. So it's just, 
Investing for me just not it doesn't work. You know, BTU was a pleasant surprise seeing it back above 10, but BTU is kind of like that ironic trade. I'm looking for stocks that shouldn't go up and they're going up. <laughs> so I mean that's the criteria. I'm looking for Enron and WorldCom and Blockbuster to start rallying soon. But uh <laughs> it might, you know, it might. Enron hurts on a rally. <laughs> that that game is the game that we're playing right now. So I'm I'm sticking with earnings. I can't wait for earnings start to come to start to come in. My favorite trade is around the gaps on the reports. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm focused on these these low these low price stocks that are exploding every day. You have some fun with them in the morning, and then you know just don't get hurt. Don't get you know don't become a bag holder on these names. A lot of them are just pump and dumps. And every once in a while you get a pump and a dump and it gets pumped again like MRIN. Uh, we had some fun with ALF, ALF, um, you know, obviously the CRV. Um, so, again, it's just I, I rem I'm remaining quite disciplined with my trading, but I'm keeping a, a you know, a little pinky toe dipped in the psychoticness of these names. I mean, social media influence on a lot of these names is, you know, and they seem to just, you know, it's a couple of people get it started. I don't know who's getting these things started, but then they start catching on. And it's like, I see that Wish stock and it's just been through my social media, like yeah. Twitter platform. It's like half of the stock messages is Wish. Right. I'm like, I don't even know anything about this company, but I mean, when it's in, it's that much in there. Then you look at it and you start, you find yourself trading it almost because it's just everybody's talking about it all the time. I mean, I yeah. don't know, like, there's, there's something to figure out, you know, obviously a lot of different stocks are talked about, but it seems like there's always one or two every day that that's going to be the stock that everybody's going to talk about on Reddit and Discord and Twitter, and it's going to run just because everybody's talking about it. It's it's crazy that the markets have come to this, but you really got to follow the social media so you don't get run over one thing. And two, like you said, there's some money to be made. Absolutely. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, this is the most reminiscent to 1999 ever. I mean, I never thought I'd be trading names because the stock made me laugh. I mean, there was a symbol the other day. Uh, what it was? Oh, glop. I was like, glop. glop. I, it, it doesn't even matter. This, if the symbol makes you laugh and there's some volume coming in, buy it. But really, even on these crazy low float names, the, the VWAP's been coming into play. You know, some of these stocks are coming out of these real like long patterns of hibernation and that's when you catch those mrins i was in that one you know under five bucks and that became amazing just like clove you know clove came out of that you know bottoming pattern and had that explosion but you know just like blackberry and clove it seems like once they move on from the name they just fizzle back to where they came from and then yeah. you, just wanna, you put them on a watch list in case they wake up again but you know, it's it's fun. I mean, this is the most fun I've had trading, you know, in 20 years, really. I mean, it, it is really, it's exciting times, you know, just got to stay nimble and don't fall in love with something that you don't know too much about. Uh, where are you going, Kenny? You said you're going away. Where are you going? Going to the Bahamas. Going to the, oh the Grand Hyatt Baja Mar. Going to play some golf with my son, wow. uh, you know. Taking the wife and, the, and my daughter. We all just got our, uh, we have to apply to a, for a health visa. So I had to get Recheck. I had to reapply. I had to make sure they, uh, you know, I'm I'm healthy. But chances are, if I get COVID while I'm in the Bahamas, I may never come back. So uh, I don't know what's going to happen. But yeah, we're going to spend five days at the Bahamar. You know, play some golf. And my son's 18, so we could gamble and drink together. So it should be a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> that should be fun. Wait, Kenny, I, I do want to bring to your attention that Hertz is trading under a new ticker. I don't know if you're aware of that. No, what's the symbol? It's HTZZ. So you're welcome. It's a great symbol too. <laughs> you're welcome for that one, and the warrants trading as well. But HTZZ. Oh, the warrants! Oh my um, god! Yeah, so exciting. 
Kenny Glick, uh, we're getting some com- com- some comments how you are uh, unusually calm today. Uh, I don't know what. It's what, early. It's I early. Uh, but Kenny Glick is from uh, hitthebid.com. This is his website. You can always uh, find him on Twitter. He's at the Warlock. It's up on the screen there, the Warlock. Um, and uh, that's it. Kenny, have fun in the Bahamas, man. All right, man. Kenny. We got to circle back. I want. We'll get more excited during earnings season. Have me on. Uh, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll bring you back. Hey, we got. We got next week is earnings. I'm excited. All right, see you, Kenny. See you, Kenny. All right, guys. Be good. Right. Good luck, everybody. All right. Uh, yeah, and then BTU was the one he was talking about it, which which uh, ended up working out. So okay, eight twenty five here. Uh, should we just talk? Let's talk about yesterday. Let's talk yeah. about the buy the dip. It was a lot of what what I would call like the lower quality names, right? Uh, you saw AMC. I was I was very skeptical. Donuts, donuts, donuts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I will I will send you a Timmy Ho's gift card. Okay. I'm in Canada. I will send you a gift card. We'll wait for Krispy Kreme to reopen in Canada. There'll be one that'll reopen here. <laughs> eventually they went bankrupt in canada but maybe that with this new ipo maybe they're going to expand back into canada again no i will send you a gift card <laughs> for tim hortons I, I will send it because i don't know where you live i don't think you know where you live i don't, I don't know where i live i don't think time. you have an address right now <laughs> i know so, my house my house if you saw where my house is it's just bulldozed and there's just a big hole there it's looking like an asteroid hit so obviously we're building the new house but it's uh, a mud pit too because it's been raining nonstop up here too. So, anyways, okay. yeah, you don't want to send any donuts there. So, so just the, the crew will eat the donuts on me. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I you know I was watching AMC and all those things stocks around ten o'clock, and you know I was a little bit skeptical uh, and I, uh, of of that of that rally from from the open onward yesterday, and I was wrong because they kept on going. So I I don't know if I'll end up being you know Dennis, you and I had a bet sixty seven versus forty. Uh, you won the bet, but you know it could see sixty-seven too. It could see sixty-seven too. So uh, it was a crazy comeback for AMC. Yeah. I mean, it, all the all the meme stocks. Let's talk the meme stock trade. Kenny was touching into it, but they've been out of favor here for about two, three weeks. Where you know, it, not so much on AMC, but some of these smaller ones. A couple of weeks where they've been selling a lot of the meme stocks. That was not the case yesterday. Uh, Wicked rally, obviously AMC leading the charge, but a lot of other meme stocks were rallying yesterday as well. Uh, Two GameStop came back significantly. Just uh, uh, actually didn't even co- didn't even break the previous day's low. Again, remember that's always a sign for us, and that's how you know Joel and I have traded for years. Is looking, you know, if a stock can hold the previous day's low, a lot of times they'll reverse off those prices. Me and Joel love those two-day lows. And um, that would have worked well in GameStop. It also worked in Coin, which we talked about on the show yesterday. I talked about that 232 level, and I was like, anywhere in there, it ended, it bottom at a 233.61, and then took off. So um, that trade works, you know, the two day two two consecutive days of low. But AMC had the cut through um, uh, undercut, sorry, undercut and rally through the 40 support, and it never looked back. So anybody who was trying to short it through 40 got punished big time there. Again, you don't want to chase these things. I mean, if you're shorting AMC, it was $55 and it just went to 40 in three days. Nothing goes straight down. Nothing goes straight up. I'm not going to try to predict where AMC is going from here. It was an easier prediction if it cut through 50, that 40 was going to be the next big step. It did that. I did not see that big wicked rally coming, but um, obviously, you know, I, I, my donut bet won anyways. $49 this morning is trading up another buck. 
I don't know, Joel. Do you have a level for us on AMC um, or I'm, is this? I'm, I'm only going to discuss uh, AMC technicals on pre-market prep. Yeah, because levels. if you say yeah. something bad about it, you're yeah. Well, now. if you guys want to come at nine, I'm going to be back today. I got everything. If you want to come in at nine, premarketprep.com. I'll discuss it because I got a good feeling. I don't trade it. I don't touch it. But I think I know what it's going to do for the next hold, couple. Of days. Hold on, or hold on, do. Joel. Joel, you got you on the banana boat, man. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were. I knew you. I knew he was working at something. <laughs> Look how nice see. my legs are. Yeah, Ooh, legs. Dang, dang, Dennis! Nice like, yeah, nice those legs. are those Canadian legs. I got some crazy long hair going on. I knew. Too. I knew he. Was, I knew he was working on something. That's the skinniest man. my legs have looked in years. Yes, and I. I do uh, wear my uh, my headphones when I when I, <laughs> when I do go swimming. We got to get a. We got to get the the goat. Great, I knew. He, I knew Mitch was working in the background, man. You I wish I could me, do stuff like me. that. He's Try to have some fun. Try He's to have fun. Banana He's boat. Uh, Coinbase. I will talk Coinbase because that's you know that's a, a stock. It's a safe uh, stock to trade. You know you get hate mail if you say you're bearish coin. But it did fill the. This is nice. Uh, you filled well, the gap here, right? Uh, you filled it here and you pulled back a little bit, right in the vicinity of yesterday's low. So this one is it's trying, right? looks like it stopped going down. Dennis, this is kind of the formations that you talk about when you have a rally or pull back. Or, excuse me, a little bit of consolidation, smaller ranges. But uh, let's keep an eye on that 261.15 for another leg to the upside. Then you get in this big bar here, and there wasn't much between 260 and 280. So there you go. That's a good look at, at Coinbase here. Uh, futures, are, I don't know. Maybe my internet went down again because they're just not moving, Dennis. We're up 21 and a quarter handles, a buck and three quarters off the pre-market high, 43.36. Could it be possible that we end a week on a high note, that we go back? We're only, what, 20-some handles away from Anything is possible, Joel. I mean, can you? Yeah. Yeah. But yesterday was a little sneaky. It took. I'm going to lighten while. up into this. I'm going to lighten up into this. Anything, any trades, long trades you've got on, and a couple of that, you know, I got maybe a little bit. I was thinking about taking the AMD, you know, into the long term portfolio after that 10 point sell off in two days. I'm getting half Ooh. of it back almost, you know, because it's 90. I might take some of that off. I haven't totally decided on that one, but I'm probably going to lighten up into the rally just because that spooked me a little bit. And if you were That's worrying about COVID, if you were worrying about the 10 year. Those worries are all still there. I'm not saying liquidate your portfolio, but if you're heavy, yeah. heavy, long, it's a nice little rally to lighten up into. Yeah, this is uh, th this slope gets a little uh, trickier here for AMD because you had that red bar, <laughs> and then it's, it was kind of like a comeback day yesterday. But you had you had people thinking, man, oh, here's another thing too, Dennis, and I talked about this uh, really in lay at length with uh, with Spencer on the at the close show. Look at the low from uh, what day was that? Wednesday, ninety thirty one. You know what the high was yesterday after opening in the 87 handle? 90.34. That old low turned to, I mean, oh, and, and the SPY did the same thing too. It it, it, it fill, actually filled the day gap. But filled the those, entire gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The SPY filled the entire gap yeah. on that, that, that morning run up, and so did the spoofs. That's pretty incredible. I mean, for technical trading, for day trade, because when I was talking to, th to people yesterday, I was like, "Hey, if you're stuck, you know, don't you know, don't sell in the hole. Maybe get a pop up to you know the lower end of yesterday's range." And that's what a lot of stocks did. So not all of them, yeah. but um, 
uh, just a just a trick, you know. And you can also look at it if you're stuck short and you know things something up and up way out. You'd be surprised how the gaps are filled. Not always, but a lot of times. Uh, eight. What do we got? Eight thirty-two here. Are we done? Is uh, Jason coming on today, or is that uh, to be determined? I, I, I'm assuming he is until I hear otherwise. But okay. I, I never know entirely with him. Uh, and on on that Coinbase note, um, and I know they talked about this yesterday on Spackstack, but we do have another big um, uh, crypto stock going public. This one's via SPAC. CND is, is your SPAC ticker. And uh, Circle, which is the company that created uh, the the USD stablecoin, uh, which is what essentially allows, uh, you know, uh, Bitcoin to, to, to track, you know, um, to track like like a currency like the U.S. dollar, right? Yeah. Uh, right. So so CND is is going to end up being and that's they, that's what the pop was yesterday. CND, whatever the ticker ends up being, uh, I don't know what it, what it will be, but uh, that will end up being another big crypto play when that when that merger uh, mm-hmm. completes. So I'm uh I, I'm always hesitant to buy these things. I mean, if it's got a good story, sometimes they do continue to. This is Mitch and Mitch and Chris Catchy's specialty, obviously. So listen to Spax attack. They're sure. the ones that if you really want the SPACs information, they're the ones that, you know, try to obviously get, give a little more uh, insight into some of these. Yeah, tools. I'm just bringing it for awareness. Uh, yeah, no, and I agree. I, we want to make people aware of it, but yeah. uh, it's uh, hard. They're hard to call. They're hard okay. to call. Uh, some go back of- down to 10 after the deal. Some go below 10 after the deal. Some keep going. You know, I guess it depends, you know, on how much, you know, that the target is, is liked. I mean, the PSTH one was an easy one because it was trading with such a premium that it was, you know, after they announced the deal, it was highly likely it was going to go back down because it just wasn't a good enough target. But, you know, when they're just sitting there on 9, 7, they seem to find a floor at 10 until they actually go post-merger. And then, you know, sometimes they, they do some other things. But they trade that $10 is so big on every single SPAC, even in, yeah. even pre, like pre-announcement and post-announcement. Post deal, then the ten floor is obviously gone. So that's when it starts to move around. A couple people in chat on that undercut and rally note on AMC and GameStop are asking about Baba and Baidu because the charts do look awfully similar. Oh my gosh, Baba, it's been awful. I mean, this is a dead cat bounce here, but this is the just the classic. We're scared to invest in China trade. You know, oh, after after the DD. It turned a lot of investors off, and Baba was punished because of Didi. You know, it's not a coincidence that Didi, you know, has that stuff, and all the Chinese stocks were down the next day. Mm-hmm. So people are spooked. People are spooked. Baba, from a fundamental basis, I still have some of my long-term portfolio, but um, like I said, I had sold half the position back at two thirty, um, and then you know I, I had it on for a swing trade from two eleven to two thirty, which I got, just got you that nailed high. that one, man. Yeah, got, well, it was on the Russell rebalance day, wasn't it? Like it was like yeah. the day where. And it gapped up five points basically in the last five minutes. I was like, that's too much too fast. And that's why I sold it. There was a big um, buy imbalance. Yeah. It was a big buy imbalance. So I sold into that. I, those are often fades and it worked out perfectly. That was textbook Russell fade trade there um, to get me out of my bubble long at 230. But I still have a little bit in the long term portfolio that I've had in there for, for I don't know how years. Um, I don't know what to say. Like, I, like fundamentally, it's cheap. You know, the value from a valuation perspective, this thing is like cheap. But from the regulatory perspective, I don't know what they what they're gonna do. Yeah. So so if you sit on it, are you gonna make money? I hope so. I still have some of my long term portfolio, but I'm scared of the I'm not I'm not putting on new investments in China. I agree with Kramer. Kramer's like not buying any China stocks. He keeps saying I'm mad money right now because we just don't know what the next move is over there. And it seems like that they 
is some type of political warfare going on a little bit over Gets here. Their with own the DD. companies, I know. Yeah, with the DD, you know, having her IPO and two days later, they're they're starting to you know hit it hard with you know with all the regulatory yeah, stuff. Shut them down. Well, well, they didn't shut, but they shut the app off the app store. They can't download the app right now. So I, I'm scared of China stocks, although a lot of them are cheap. Uh, they're still uh, they're still keep putting a bid in that uh, that Weibo. I mean, we talked about it uh, under yeah. 58. So there, there's something there. It's we were talking about perhaps it coming down to you know that fill that gap, but uh, right now, man, they're keeping this thing bid above the gap. So. Who knows? Sometimes if there's smoke, there's fire. But uh, that was denied, and stock's still holding on. I think that's uh, I think that's pretty interesting. What about you? Want to talk Levi's for a second here? We did Heck yeah, yeah we, one earnings stock this week. Yeah, exactly. The we haven't talked er- earnings What's that? and analysts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Levi had a good good quarter, and they raised their guidance too. So the Q2 EPS and sales came in above estimates, but they raised their uh, second half of the year EPS uh, guidance uh, from a range of, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, it, the new range is 72 to 76 cents is their EPS guidance for the back half of the year. Um, and their uh, full year EPS guidance is going to be around a buck 30 versus a buck 15 estimate. You got major resistance in just a thirty dollar area. I'll just ballpark. I'm, it there. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ahead of you, trip. Oh Go yeah, ahead. it is thirty. Okay, I'm just looking uh, at the three highs ahead of thirty. So someone's probably leaning on that 30, 29, thirty, twenty nine eighty four, twenty nine seventy one. Where do you go to uh, off the print? You go to twenty nine eighty six. I mean, that's a good level. Maybe maybe you get. I think if you could get through that twenty nine eighty level. There might be a little paper at 30, but it's not like that uh, AMD resistance I gave the other day, but that's that's pretty good resistance. So I agree with you, just under 30, but the daily highs. Can you see the book or is that too far away? I don't have the book open, but okay. you, you probably could. And it's a good question. Is there some size at 30? If somebody's in the in the chat there, maybe they can tell me. I didn't open my book here yet. All-time high, 3084. I should have my book open earlier. That's okay. Don't worry. I'll open, I'm opening it up now. Okay. Yeah, so, anyway, so let's go to the next talk. Let's, do, let's do some ticker time here before Jason comes on. Yeah, well, if he comes on, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, anyway, we'll just do prolonged pit ticker time. Everybody yeah, yeah it's, the, it's the end of the week, guys. Well, uh, it's a ticker time. And it's also the last time for a few days. People want to talk stocks. Oh, wait, never mind. Jason just texted me. He's out today. So, okay, no Jason. All kinds of ticker time. Yeah, let's do it. Um, okay, sure. Let's look at fuel cell. Oh, Smith, why not? It's been a couple of days. Cell. That's a long time since I've looked at that one. Let's bring it up. Wow. Yeah. You know what? Man, yesterday's low, it's a nice candle. That I love it when they, you know, I love it when they, you know, gap Ooh, down, really fill the gap, in. and then hold it. So now you have a level to lean on. You have yesterday's low, 758. So if you want to take a flyer, you got to stop yourself out below that yesterday's low, 758. But a lot of stocks that have this similar candle where they bottomed and then, you know, they, they, uh, they had the rally most of the day and held those lows. I, I kind of I, I don't mind it for a trade. Again, if it takes out 750, again, looking at the trade, I'm always looking at my risk first. So I'm risking myself down to say 750. So I'm risking 70 cents. So you got to consider that. And I think you know there there could be room to nine or ten if it really started to catch a bid. What's Plug Power and Ballard doing too though? Because those are your leaders. Yeah, and those, those don't I, look I, healthy I, either. And none of those really looked that healthy, which kind of turned me off of it a little bit. I know there was a headline on Ballard this morning, uh, but if I was long it, I would lean on yesterday's low. Uh, when did they do the offering, Spencer? 
that remember remember we all we talked about you know when stocks the companies do offerings and the the fact i mean when the company's selling stock do you remember is that in pro i don't have pro up yeah i'm looking um, for it i gotta go back a little while uh, it's not a big deal okay um uh, i mean not much different to give you there in triple d i would say nah i, I might get a little more excited on the long side let's get in the nine dollar handle it was, it, was it. January, it was January 27th. So January 27th. Let's see yeah. what the company did. Oh, no. I'm sorry, Spencer. You're looking at the wrong. I'm looking, I'm looking at Plug. Okay. What? Plug. They all did offerings. <laughs> well, let's see. what I'm just curious to yeah, see. Okay. Fuel cell. I apologize. Fuel cell. When well, did Plug? Uh, January 27th? Yeah. That, yeah. That was Plug. That was, that hmm, was let's up. see where the stock was. Oh, I bet you it was a little bit higher. Uh, uh, fuel cell was. Look at uh, that. Fuel cell was <laughs> High the move. Fuel cell wow. was, was December. What do you know? High the move on uh, January 26th. Fuel Can you imagine that? Company does an offering and the stock makes a high of the move. All right. Anyways. Uh, I'm, I'm going back to your Levi. Joel, great call. 100,000 shares offered at $30 in New York. So that is absolutely major resistance. To give you some perspective, there's only been 100,000 shares of trade all morning. It takes 100,000 shares to push it through 30. I see another 8,400 at 2975, another 7,000 or so around 29.50. So you've got the book, you know, littered with some offers there, but the big bogey, 100,000 shares at 30. It's going to take some big bucks to push it through there. If I'm doing my math correctly, that's 3 million bucks to take it through there. And uh, and you got the high freaks, you know, leaning. They were actually stepping out before 29.80, The high freaks are, uh, you know, are going to be ahead of it. So we'll see what happens. Uh, for Alan Moore, we got to cover Sava. This I, I guy gonna, is I, I good. Go to that one next. Alan's good, man. He's What's teaching that? me how to Sava. Sava. Wow. It, yeah. What's the story here? This is the oh, Alzheimer's thing. They got a Alzheimer's oh. drug. Yeah. This has yep. been getting a lift since since Biogen. We, yep. we were talking about a number of these stocks that after the Biogen, you know, so-called, um, you know, approval slash, you still got to do a trial that we were going to start to see a lot of the other Alzheimer's potential drugs, you know, start to lift too as, you know, we think, oh, maybe the FDA just set a new precedent that you might get some temp, you know, some some conditional approvals before the trials are actually done, which they've never done before. So um, I, I'm not surprised this continues to take off. Wish I would have bought some. Uh, this is uh, this, this bar and this setup here. I know you, I'll, I'll just give you the all time high one seventeen fifty four. Uh, on that day though, it lost half its value. It closed at sixty three forty three. But this is a different kind of candle here. I mean, you, you went up and you held. So only thing I can give you is one seventeen fifty four. That's the all time high. Uh, first things first, uh, you got to get through the pre-market high of 109.07. But I know you're holding it long-term. Let's get above that 117 and change. And uh, just be careful if it's one of these. You know, this had a big update, red candle. This does give it back. Big winning streak. So, you know, there's going to be some good vacuums in there. 117.54, all-time high. Here's an interesting one. Big commerce, big C. Big C. How's it doing? It's coming Deal with Amazon or something? Or like uh... – didn't they, didn't this, has, deal? this has classic Dennis. Oh, I can't chase it back, back up here. Uh, right all oh, over. man. Well, it wasn't there a headline, though. Isn't there something with Amazon? Uh, yeah. They're, yeah they're Is that from today or that's from a couple no, days ago? It was, it was from Wednesday. They're teaming up with Amazon on multi-channel yeah. fulfillment. Yeah. So, okay. And that's where you've seen the stock continue to pop. I mean, one thing to consider here is this stock 
it's significantly off the highs, you know, from where it was back yeah, in 2020. Um, it kind of broke out. So you got a breakout from above 66 where you're 65, you know, that whole area, 65, 66, and you've been running for a few days. I, I don't like chasing stocks. I think you would have been better if this would have been on a radar to buy it yesterday on yesterday's dip, um, which would have been a perfect buy down, you know, 67, 68 bucks. Now it's 70 and a half, but it's not gone, gone though. I don't know. What do you think, Joel? Uh, it's interesting because you are trading up again, not a, not, you know, a little over 5,000 shares, but you do have a reference point at least yeah, uh, because yeah. of 7220. That was the high from, uh, from Wednesday. So there you go. Uh, that's your target on the upside. And then did Sean, did Sean talk about this one? Do you remember? Yeah, he I, did, man. He did. He's yeah. Um, but if you're looking for more, I mean, come on, come on, retracement. I mean, you're not even. Oh, that didn't work. Come on down. Uh, you know, fifty percent is still way up there. So just temporary reset. What we were, the high was one sixty two, and how low did you get? Boom, you got to forty two. That's a wow, hundred and forty point move, seventy off the low. Man, oh man, that. 120, 130 takes you halfway back. Or that that or excuse me, 110. 110 takes you halfway back. So but first things first, 7220. That would be the focus number for today. Uh let's look at uh, I, I think I don't remember if Joel and I looked at this yesterday. I, I but I I did it at one point, Beyond Meat. I don't remember if it was with, with Joel. Uh nothing really is going on with, with Beyond Meat. I mean they they had they announced a new uh new product the other day, you know, chicken tendies. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's quiet. And then there is, uh, I don't know what to say about this. It's a little bit of a meme stock too. It's ha- well, I shouldn't say meme stock. It's no. been a Reddit stock. Yeah, little- but that doesn't that doesn't mean that it has to go higher. No, know? no, for sure it doesn't. Yeah. But you know, oh, I, I group I all those know. stocks a little mm. bit together. If I start to see the meme stocks start to go up, it spooks me on shorting beyond. So I, I don't know. Like fundamentals has never made any sense. It's just traded on story. Story keeps holding up though. It keeps buying yeah. a reason to hold up. So I'm never going to stick this in my long term portfolio because the valuation's insane. But as a trade, I've traded lots of times. I don't really love it here though. It didn't bounce much yesterday. I mean, you had a lot of yeah. stocks that were rip and rally off the lows, and this bounced a buck or two off the lows. I mean, I know we're up here this morning. I'd, I'd be nervous about yesterday's high at 142.99. I'm not yep. sure if there's a headline today. But it's not a good sign when your stock doesn't bounce as much as the overall market did. Yeah. How did it trade in relation? Uh, it actually was uh, lower on the session by a buck. 142.99 was the high. Uh, I, I kind of look on, on the close from uh, yesterday or, th- or Wednesday, 140.34. If you don't hold that, chance of going rad. I mean, there are two lows in the same area, but I mean, I don't think, I don't think you really get a lot of downside if you want to let this breathe a little bit since you had to gap up 132.13. If you, if you mind, you know, if you you know are going to be patient and you want to wait to takes out weakness, then I'd be one thirty two thirteen. But okay. I like that, Dennis. I like that high for the, the two day high. We would be remiss not to talk about space today, of all days. Yeah, yeah. it's an important day for the stock, and obviously, I would not be surprised if you get the run up into the event. Obviously, when is it? Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So I don't know if I've got the guts to hold it through the event. No way! Oh my god! I know. I mean, obviously, you know, you hope it's going to be a successful mission, but for whatever reason, if they, it's not a successful mission, I mean, the thing would, you know, the stock. What if they would, cancel it? I mean, that's not good. That would, they'd hammer the stock on that too. 
So there, here's here's the, the the bull case is the mission goes perfectly, and everybody talks about it on Monday, and it gets more of a lift. I think you're going to see a run up today. So I actually like the pullback today, although it kind of had the run up yesterday. So it's it was now. huge. Yeah, I mean, you have 43. It would have been better to buy it yesterday. Now you're up 51. You know, you're eight points below yesterday's low. I, I had this written down to actually buy this ahead of the event, but it ran so much yesterday. Now I'm spooked to do it. But um, I, I, I probably would, if I was trading it, I, I'm probably going to sell it before. If I do buy it ahead of the event, I'm probably going to sell like 359 or maybe after hours or something. Um, I'm scared to hold it through the event because it's just the unknown that, like you said, what if they cancel it? What if for whatever reason a rocket doesn't work, something doesn't work, you know, like all There's those, yeah, yeah. All those it, are, are, you know, reasons that they would actually have some hammered. If it goes successfully, I think the stock could be up a little bit more, but it has a lot of positive news already priced in. So um, I don't know, like, if it's, I'm going to see this thing, like it's successful mission, it's going to be at 60. I don't know if I see that. I think it's if it's successful, it could be up another couple bucks maybe. But if it's unsuccessful for whatever reason, the stock would be back down probably near those lows of 42, you know, or maybe even lower. So risk rewards a little tough. Today might be okay though, the run up ahead of the event. But if I do do it, I'm going to sell it before. Yeah, I don't have a position, but if I buy it today, I'm going to sell it before like the Friday after hours close. Uh, 54.40. I mean, you look at that. That was the high when it uh, it popped up, I believe, last Friday. And then you got these two other highs um, in this area. So uh, I would just be aware of that if you're looking to peel out ahead of the, you know, the event. Anything can happen. But, man, oh, man, I looked at this thing with Spencer. Someone just made it stand it. It's a 43. Uh, twice last week, 08, 43.19, and then last two sessions, 43.02, 43.05. So I don't know if we're ever going back down there again, but uh, the major support to see if it makes a little topping formation. Uh, high of the move has been 57, two highs up at 57.51, 57.29. If you want to look for more on SPCE. Uh, RAG is asking, Dennis, if you're convinced on X. Because uh, you mentioned, I had it a couple times. I yeah. played this a couple times very well. I've swung trade this very well. I had it from like twenty two to twenty eight once, and then I had it on the second run from like I don't know. I bought like twenty four and I sold some at twenty eight again, and then the others at twenty six. So it was a good swing for me. It's broken trend is the problem. The overall trend, if you look at it on the long term, it has broken trend here now, which is concerning to me. I don't like it when they start breaking the uptrends. I don't know. Obviously, we've got concerns with the variants and stuff, and this is part of the reopening story. Um, but this whole commodity inflationary trade has cooled off substantially. There's major resistance up here at 24. So at 23 this morning, it you know maybe down in the low 20s, 2021. 20, yeah. But at 24, I think you run into resistance. You see the trend I'm talking about, Joel? Yeah. It's kind of broke trend now. I don't like it when they start breaking trends. Yeah, it had the big run up on the, uh, 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 you know, the the uh, infra- infrastructure package. I don't know yeah. where the heck's that at. Uh, you finally gave away on twenty three, and uh, where you back up today? You're back. I I think it'd be important to hold twenty three today. Uh, if not, and what's your two day high? Your two day high is twenty three thirty seven. And you're not even there yet. I'd say very important for this to get over that 2337, do a little work in a 23 handle. Uh, I don't know why it's up. Is there? Is it just up because of the – is there news on it? No, it's, it's, it's full, well, the commodity trades up this morning. Okay. You yeah, make core, sure it gets You've got 20, oil trading higher. Yeah. It all kind of trades together. Okay. Steel, oil, it's all, all the commodity trade has been kind of moving together. 
So. Uh, there was a question from earlier that I missed and I wanted to get to uh, for Joel. Joel, why are pre-market high and lows such key levels? Um, because not There's only not a lot of people uh, looking at them. One, yeah, 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 and it's just it gives um, it gives a, a feel for which, you know some of the big money that's out there. They you know if they want to work a position, uh, it just you know it's a level. Sometimes when it blows through, you know blows through those levels, it just keeps on going. Um, I really they're, they're really more significant to me if there's something to back it up. There like you a go. Da- yeah, like a daily high or a monthly yeah. high or something like that. If it's just you know willy nilly and on these meme stocks, it really doesn't make that much of a difference. But you wanna you want is like that Levi. Yeah, you know? a great example. Yeah, yeah. You want to see something else there. Like Levi, the offer has grown. So now one hundred and sixty nine thousand shares offered there, which is going to take a lot of money to push it through there. And the the, the pre market high coincides there, so it's telling you people other people are leaning on that high too. So there's going to be resistance all up from 29.75 all up to that 30 area until it can take 30 out. It takes 30 out, then then it opens up. But until it can take 30 out, if you're coming in and buying at 29.70 or 29.80, you're not one reading the book. Two, um, you know, you're not reading the, you know, you're you're not reading anything because that book that order is huge. <laughs> I would rather own the stock at 30.01 than 29.70. And people say why? It's 30 cents. You know, it saves 30 cents because when it trades 30.01 or 30.05. I know it's going through 30. Like, and, and I'm talking during the regular session. I know the 30 seller is gone. Right now, that 30 seller is like a big goal. It's like Vasilevsky sitting there with his big equipment on, and he's blocking <laughs> half the net. You know, Until get- you get him out of the net, he's hard to score on. So we got to get Never this $30 seller Never out of the way. What's that, think, what's that, Mitch? I don't think Never people, happens. I don't think people get the reference. Maybe they no, don't. I don't like the hockey reference. So. No, Canada, uh, but anyway, two-time the Tampa Bay champions. Goalie. Yes. Two times. Congratulations, Mitch. That's an awesome team. They what do you, what do you claim any cap, team in Florida awesome now, team. Mitch? <laughs> you guys, you guys go to the winning teams, right? I mean, Florida. it ain't my fault Detroit sucks. Claims the winning Whoa. teams. Wait, in all seriousness, Mitch did have a question about the reopening trade. He wants to know about the air, uh, on the airlines specifically. Because they've all been they're hanging uh, the reopening out trade they're has pulled out. off so much. Nice bounce back for it yesterday. Nice follow through here today. I think it's wow. nothing but a dead cat bounce. The reopening trade has cooled off substantially here. We like Boeing down at 220. It never got there yesterday. Rip and roar and rally. Now it's now it's it's moved up too much here. It's a nice candle from it. The, like a nice reversal there yesterday on the reopening trade. Is this going to kickstart the whole reopening story? I'm not so sure about that. I don't know if this is the start of the reopening rally and the roaring 20s or if this is just a dead cat bounce. Right now, guilty until proven innocent. I'm just calling it a dead cat bounce. Yeah, you got to at least stay, you know, maybe stabilize here. You know, not necessarily bolt out of here, but, you know, maybe a couple couple lows in the same area, something to lean on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, American Airlines, I mean, they when you know, just for the day that they uh, canceled all those flights or, you know, had the problems. I mean, supply issues. I don't know. I mean, I don't, the variant, I, I see, I hear Pfizer's working on a, a vaccine for the variant. I don't know. No. It's, it's just gotta, gotta wait. Ooh, I, look at Pfizer 39. I, I don't see like, obviously the variants out there, but I'm just not seeing a lot of, I'm not seeing the variant like dominate people's thoughts. Way. Not yet, no. Like it just doesn't. Mm-hmm. I, obviously, it's out there in their parts of the world where it's bad, but 
I'm I'm just not seeing it having having the same impact. You know, I it just in terms of like nope. the discourse. You know, you see it on TV and on Twitter, whatever. You know, there's news about it for sure. There's coverage, but I'm just not seeing it dominate our, our you know everyone's headspace. You know, the way you know the original strain was last year because um, the vaccines are yeah. handling the the variant pretty well. Yeah. So I mean, maybe it's not you know, and, and maybe and like like we said, Pfizer is going to work on something to target the Delta variant. Yeah. But you know, maybe that's a good thing. But I mean, overall, you know, you look at those statistics that they're saying, and it's like the majority of people who are really having a rough time with COVID were unvaccinated people. Yeah. Yeah. So I got I'm fully vaccinated. I got my second vaccine hey. yesterday. Congrats. Yeah, I actually drove. Uh, believe it or not, um, I wanted. I talked to Lisa. And I didn't want to mix. Uh, or you talked to Lisa for me. Um, right now, there's a shortage in Ontario of Pfizer. We have Moderna. It's everywhere. I got my first shot was Pfizer, and then I was looking at. I was researching, and I'm like, well, there's no studies on the mixing. At Canada, says it's okay to mix, but then my parents mixed, and they got sick, and I knew some other people. Oh, you didn't I tell didn't me get that. Sick for a couple days. So I'm like, you know what? I drove three hours to get the Pfizer shot. Oh, that's why you had the donut. Okay. But you know what? Yeah, that's right. I was on the road. So I drove three hours. So that's how much I wanted the vaccine. I drove three hours to get the Pfizer vaccine. But you know what? Here I am 24 hours later, and I'm not sick. Did you take the cat or did you take the kids? No, left the kids with the parents, uh, with my my parents. And then uh, just me and my wife drove. It was a nice little drive. Drove up north of Sudbury. Like, we're in nose, if you want to Google that, nosebleed territory. I think the town, little town, was Hanmer. It was a town maybe of, like, a few thousand people. But they had, you know, they had, they were one, I, I looked everywhere, and they had one of the few places that had the Pfizer vaccine. It's not a full shortage in Ontario. It's They're saving the Pfizer vaccine for everyone from 12 to 17 right now because it's the only one approved in, in Ontario for, yeah. um, for that. So, but there was still a few small town clinics offering the Pfizer. And I was like, Okay, if they're going to offer the Pfizer, I'll go up there and I'll drive three hours to get it. So call me an idiot, but I drove three hours, so I didn't have to mix. But you know what? I'm not sick today, and everybody else who's been mixing has been getting sick. So, so far, so good. I mean, I'm only 20 hours from the shop. But I think, Joel, if I wasn't, if I was going to get sick, when you think I'd be sick by now? Dennis. Yeah, yeah, 24 hours usually. So We learned yeah. that in college, though. We don't mix. <laughs> you don't mix. Hey, we learned that, Mitch. You're right. You don't mix beer and beer, beer and booze. <laughs> beer, beer before liquor, never been sicker. Liquor Is that how it goes? Beer. beer before liquor, never been sicker. Liquor, liquor before beer. I never heard that. You're, no, you're, in, the you're in the clear. <laughs> liquor before we beer. We don't mix. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people, I don't, and it's probably going to be fine. And some people are saying it's actually creating a better immune response. And in the long run, you might be better to mix i don't but know the, but the, the, the studies aren't there yet they're still in the studies the science yeah. isn't there yet so not, that's why i was doctors. like ah i'm gonna just take the drive all right let's do one more quick let's let's do your stock then it's triple d ddd i haven't looked at it in a while yeah i know we haven't talked about it for a while oh man um who it's come in which is nice but Ooh, no man's land yeah they, sometimes you know like i said they give you a pitch up the middle and you swing for the fences and other times they're throwing you a slider and you're like i'll lay off that pitch this is the slider mitch you like uh, my baseball slider. reference it's so hard to hit is what you're saying hard uh, to hit this pitch uh i think what the bulls want here is just a couple days of stabilization you know, like hold this low from yesterday just a couple days you know consolidate and then you know you know Make a run. First things first, though. Thirty-four ninety-four. We're at thirty-four fifty. First things first. Take out yesterday's high, and I don't see a f- quick flush up to thirty-six fifteen. I think maybe you find somewhere in the thirty-five handle to stop. But uh, guys, I'm out of here. I'm going to go over to pre-market prep. 
Plus and cover AMC for you all. Wait, Joe, um, Joe, I'm gonna... out. I'm out until wait. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm, I'll be back next Friday. Wait, 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 real fast. Are we doing it at the close today, you and me, or no? No. No. Okay, that's what I thought. Joel, you're gone until next Friday. Oh, yes. man, we're going to miss you. I am, I am not going to miss you guys. Who passed uh, this? Who allows Joel to leave for a week? Got the inflatable paddle boards. We got the paddle boards. Are you going? Yeah. Are you going to the UP? Uh, not quite. Just not about quite. Harbor Springs, Petoskey. Nice. Uh, swimming in the in the bay, biking, golfing. You do it all. Man. Yep. But, Just be uh, careful with those banana boats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no boats this boats. year. Uh, my boating expedition last year uh, was <laughs> not was not good. So we're gonna take it easy on the boats. But guys, right. I'm gonna hop over to the other room. Enjoy. Spencer will be in touch. All right, Dennis, any final thoughts for the day before we let you go as well? Um, this is an important day for the markets. We had a nice snapback rally. We need to hold this rally. We need to go up and challenge new highs. We don't want to start to see it leak. I myself personally, um, on a few stocks that I was like, yeah, I was kind of iffy on and they tanked yesterday morning. A yeah. lot of those have bounced back. I'm probably going to lighten some of those up into it. I'm not buying stocks today. This time, if you really wanted to buy, I guess it was yesterday on the dip. I didn't have the guts. I wasn't buying you know, yesterday morning either because I didn't know. Okay. If we were to come back down and retest some of the lows, then I might get you know down and dirty in a few. Uh, but um, this is a day where I think if you were so inclined to go in and just buy the dip, I think you're taking profits. Today. Yeah, I think there is this, this uh, expectation sometimes that you swing in every pitch. And, I don't swing at most pitches. And like, like whether or not you're buying – or selling yesterday, you're saying you really weren't doing either. You really, yeah, oh. like day trading. I was, you know, in and out doing some scalping and yeah. stuff, but a little it, bit, a little bit, but like a little was, bit, yeah. Like yeah. Over, overall, though, you know, if you don't, yeah, have, yeah if I, I'm just don't, don't, you know, just because the market sells off 500 points doesn't mean like, oh, yeah, come on, buy, buy, buy. I mean, it would have worked yesterday and it works a lot of times. Um, but you know, sometimes you see follow through, you know, it can happen. So I like to have, like I said, that flush. And then you get a little snapback, and then you get a retest. I like buying on the retest because then I have that low to lean on. Maybe the retest holds. Yeah. That's where I make most of my swing trading money is by not jumping in, you know, being the first one in. And sometimes, you know, that works really well. Just randomly buying, close, you know, plug your nose and just buy the dip. Yeah. But I've lost a lot of money doing that too. And my game is capital preservation. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I like to make money, but I don't like to lose money oh, at wow. all. So I'm very risk adverse. People think, you know, as a day trader, oh, you're a gambler. You're just out there gambling. I'm not a gambler. I'm looking at specific situations, you know, like Jeremy Newsom, like Christian Fromhertz, where I can control the risk. Mm-hmm. I'm making educated bets where I have, you know, defined risk where I've got, okay, I see where my out is. I'm going to, wor- if the worst case scenario happens, I'm going to sell it here as opposed to getting stuck in something. And then, you know, all of a sudden I'm down 10% and I don't know what to do. So I don't like taking the heat. Um, it's a way I've, you know, I pay my bills. So um, just jumping in, you know, when the market's collapsing, I don't buy that initial collapse, you know, unless I'm really got some conviction for some reason. I think the sell off is stupid. Yesterday, there's lots of reasons. So I still don't know. It's still guilty until proven innocent to me. That's why I might lighten up some of my other trades. All right. Dennis, Dennis, you're an average hitter. You're not a home run hitter. You're the I'm old school baseball hit. player, not the new one. Base hit trader. Um, base <laughs> hit trader. So. Not not a home not not going for the not going for the fences. He'll just as easily take a walk or hit by pitch. All right, thanks a lot, Dennis. <laughs> yeah, throw myself in front of that ball. We'll talk to you again on Monday.
Okay, see you guys. All righty. And I, I, I know, I, all right, Dennis, I'll get you your gift card, okay? I will send you your Timmy Hose gift card this weekend for a dozen donuts because that's what I owe you because I lost that bet. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited-edition, ultra-low net-carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.